Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back, or welcome to my <laughs> podcast, Rosie and Friends. Rosie and Friends. I'm here today with my first ever guest, Ryan Rivera. And friends. <laughs> okay, so I guess the first thing I want to do with all my guests to start off was, how do you know me, and what's your favorite memory of me? Ready, set, go. How do I know Rosie? Um, okay, so I knew you actually through McNair, definitely middle school, so I. I was in seventh grade when I first saw you. You're in sixth grade. I knew your sister, Alicia. I don't know how I thought about her at the moment. I just know how everyone else thought about her. So I immediately was like, you know. She hated me. I did. I, okay, listen. I hated everything, including myself. This is not necessarily fair, in all honesty. But the truth was, yes, I did. And why? <laughs> Mostly because I was insecure with stuff about my, myself. You know, it's like, <laughs> Sorry, I have my phone. It's like mostly things, um, think about myself that made me like not like you, but I think it was, um, like over time, you know, I obviously got to know you, band and stuff. I'd see you all the time. So over time I talked to you and of course, by that time I had matured some and I also realized like, you're probably one of the better people I've known, you know, careless about like just being yourself. And, like, loving yourself, even though it's really tough for you. Like, being your friend, I have learned that people like me did make you stronger. Because even though they hurt, they even, no, seriously, though, mm-hmm. even though they hurt your feelings, because people like me are so shitty sometimes, you know, from the very beginning, like. It's like everybody who bullied me is now, like, in love with me. But see, also, that's what I'm saying, is because you never changed. You never switched up just because people like me made you feel like you needed to. And I think I, that's probably one thing I do feel bad about, like, with our whole friendship is just that, like. I'm almost positive I made you feel worse than I think of you. And at the time, I I, I meant it because I was an ass. I was hateful. I was just, you know, mean. But me being me now, being totally self-aware, like, I don't think I've loved anybody <laughs> the way I love your little meme ass. <laughs> like a little meme to me. I am a walking meme. I'm with yes. John Cena my sophomore year for meme day. Do you remember? No, because I couldn't see you. Oh. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, I I grow on people. I I'm not for everybody. You either fucking hate me or you fucking love me. That's one thing I learned with my friend group. Yeah. And most of my friends fucking hate my guts, but I grow on them. I'm like AIDS. Just keep <laughs> like a virus. Yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. So, I love Ryan. I haven't talked to her really in two years. Really. I know. Well, wait, 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 okay. How did you? How did you feel about me when you met me? Obviously, you hated me. You threw a ball at me. I did not. Yes, you did. You threw something at me. When? We were in, um, where were we? It was, it was marching band practice, and you, like, threw something at me. And I was just like, damn, she hates me. No way. <laughs> okay, to be fair, though, I also feel like you just being the freshman or, like, the younger person in the group. You, you just felt obligated. Like, no, no, no. Like, I feel like you also felt more intimidated by me. And, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't remember throwing it, but you were telling me and how mean I was, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I'm just like, shit. Like, I was so rude. Like, it's okay. I, I got bullied a lot in middle school. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, though. So did I. It's just in different ways. So, of course, I'm going to take it out on, on you or, like, somebody who's not going to argue back with me. Like, I was just so mean. And, like, but you love me. I mean, yeah, but to be fair, now I love a lot, a lot of things. I love a lot of people. I just take maturity and, like, understanding that those problems are not through you. They're through other people and that are, like, portraying them onto you because they're insecure about those things. Yeah. Like, me being older, I know that now. So it makes me feel like shit, like, thinking back at it. But I'm also like, well... I needed to go through it to learn to be what I am right now, to be the friend I am right now, to try to be a good friend. Because, oh, my God, before, you tell me I threw stuff at you, it's just not, <laughs> it's not a move. It makes me feel bad. It's okay. 
I mean, obviously now it's good. We're friends. It's just like, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like an out-of-body experience. Like, I did that. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, to it's know. like who like, you used to be. Because you've yeah. grown into the person you are now. But it's, it's, okay, it's like, it's that. Definitely, like, the concept. But I think it's also more in-depth of, like, I was so caught up in my own brain. Like, my own problems. My own hurt. My own the world owes me this or that yeah that I didn't even like care that I was doing that because I don't even remember like it it phased me so little that I paid so little attention to it so I feel like shit now but like at the same time it's like like I said I needed to go through that I needed to feel like there was nothing inside to feel fulfilled Mm -hmm. by this age like I don't know it just it makes me kind of sad thinking about it because I'm like like knowing you now like you're an angel like you don't deserve that (laughs) Well, she loves me now. More of the story Definitely. is you start off hating me, but you'll eventually love me because I you, I come around. She's cute. She's great. Oh, I know. Somebody oh, loves me. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today me and Ryan, we have so much in common. It's oh. crazy. This episode is not about daddy issues, but <laughs> I think today we're gonna talk about toxic relationship and catching the red flags because red is my favorite color. <laughs> So, I guess you're older than me, more mature, wise. Oh, are you three years older than me? Two years older than me? I'm 21, gonna be 22, so like what? I'm gonna be 19. So, like, next month, yeah, like what three-ish. did you get? Three-ish. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Next month? Oh, my sister's gonna be 16. Really? If you invite me to your party, I'll be I don't have parties. Oh, okay. You are the party. <laughs> I am the party. <laughs> okay, um, noted. Uh, you're more mature than me. I would say that I'm not to toot my own horn. I do think I am mature for my you age. You are mature for your age. Yeah. Besides that. I've only had one real boyfriend my whole life. Yeah. I don't know the red flags. Now, looking back, there was plenty. Did I catch them? But to, no. But they're in your own relationship. It's like you don't get them until after you're done. Because you're yes. like, oh, that was a problem. Like, yeah. I'm the same way. But, you know, if I'm being honest with you, um, I think since I was so, like, hateful in most relationships because I was just a hateful person I was the red flag so mm-hmm. it's, it was really unfortunate because the whole time I was always like these people are pieces of shit you're a piece of shit for this you're a piece of shit for that like I told you like I was so mean so immediately I felt like y'all owe me something like I'm I'm top shit like that's really my mentality by the time I was like 16 and let me just tell you like not all my friend groups made it easy for me to feel different like a lot of my friends did encourage me to feel like that because that's what high school was at one point and so being in relationships like my friends would also encourage me. Like, a lot of them would be like, no, nah, you're not wrong. Fuck that guy. You know? And so I'd, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, some relationships that I had probably ended because of my toxicity. And that, it sucks. Tell not to that. It hurts my own feelings. Because I'm like, wow, there's some really great people that I probably yeah. did some really shitty things, too, that didn't deserve that. And, and me looking back at it, I probably don't even remember because I'm I was so caught up in my own feelings. So I definitely know for sure, like, insecurity is one big one but not just because it's like oh i'm insecure so they might be cheating on me or whatever it's like not even just thought of that it's like you can be so insecure that your boyfriend could be standing there and this if this has happened to me i am toxic in this way my boyfriend can be standing there not doing anything like literally just minding his business you know being his his natural self his his calm nature yeah in general general. this this has happened current relationship and past and it, it was not until now that i saw it because I was like, oh, my God, like, that's something that I do. And I did not catch it. But because now that I'm self-aware, I caught it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's like standing there not minding his business and this has happened like I said previous relationships they're just doing them literally like minding their own business and because I'm insecure in the moment because I feel I look down and I'm like whoa I look a little fat today because I felt like that I look at them and I'm like who are you looking at <laughs> like and they're like nobody and I'm like uh-huh like gonna did I start a whole fight no but I definitely spread negativity just because I was insecure mm-hmm. so it's like you're playing the seat in their mind like what the fuck did I do? I'm chilling and you're going to get mad at me. Yeah. That, that over time would drive somebody crazy, but I didn't see it just cause I was like, you're over there probably looking at this and that and not even paying attention to what they're thinking that I heard their feelings or that maybe I questioned their faith, but just because I'm insecure, I had to make somebody feel like shit. Like I had to say, I had to have the, the superiority, like in the, mm-hmm. the conversation, it had to be about you hurt my feelings because of what you're doing, minding their own fucking business. And I'm just mad. So it's like little things like that. Like it can be something as small as just like you starting an argument for no reason. And then re- not even realizing you started an argument. Just like you talking out of your ass. Like what me talking out of my ass. Like little things like that. And opposed to big things where it's like like lies. Little white lies. But since somebody traumatized me. Hey, somebody can tell me a little white lie. And I blow it out of proportion. Because somebody lied to me and did that wrong to me. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I think the most toxic thing you can do in a relationship is be one-sided. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's, like, what is a relationship if it's one-sided? Mm-hmm. Or when you're the only one putting the effort. Yeah, and if even if it's, like, I feel know. like that's when it's toxic. Because once you start to put all the effort, and mm-hmm. they start to, they catch that, and they start to take advantage of you, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much just. It's over by then. They're just using you at that point. See, like they just get comfortable with you that you're always gonna be there. Okay, definitely. Because even after all of this, you know, this this me being toxic, at one point in time I caught it. So I was like, yo, you know, and when this was when I before my marriage ended, um, let's put it on blast. <laughs> um, before my marriage ended, honestly, I caught it. I caught all the signs, and I was like, hey, let me do something to fix it. You know, let I'm I'm becoming self aware. Let me mend this together. At that point. You know, I'm catching on to all his shit that I was not paying attention to. Why? Because I'm so caught up, caught up in my own red flags. Mm-hmm. I'm missing all of his. Mm-hmm. Come to find out the whole relationship was toxic just from the very beginning because it was based off of lies and, and insecurities. And, you know, it just was not something that should have been. But because of my um, my drilling, like the, the way that my my family has raised me to believe things, my own loyalty. Like I told you earlier, my own loyalty kept me in a situation way longer than I needed to Same. Yeah, Same. yeah. Same. And it, it sucks. It's like, it hurts because it's like, you know, you don't deserve that. You know, you don't deserve to stand there. But for some reason, you keep going back. Now, in the moment, it feels like shit. Like, it's like, damn, I'm not, I'm just hurting myself more than anything. But look at it. You look back at this relationship now and you actually realize it was toxic. What kind of growth is it if you don't realize it's not toxic? You didn't grow from relationship. You can't realize where you or the other person was toxic and how to fix it in your next relationship. And so, like, with Christopher right now, oh, my gosh, <laughs> like, that guy is, is awesome. And I still, you know, to this day, I still have shit where, like, I give him so much shit about, you know, um, just being annoying as he is. I'm like, you're so annoying, you know, like, it's not even that he's annoying. He's just like, a, he's a fucking meme. He really is. <laughs> me. <laughs> like, he's, he's a whole fucking meme. But in reality, like, he has taught me so much patience, like, with myself, mostly. And it's like, you can only be, like, you, you. You have to be so grateful at that point for some like one person can walk into your life and just change your entire perspective on the way a relationship is supposed to go and at that point in time you just realize 
everything I have known up until this point was toxic and because I loved the way that I loved, I put myself there. But coming to realize that, I think, and forgiving yourself is, like, I feel like it's your breaking point, but also your strongest point. Because you also realize, like, okay, this pain is coming because of a situation with them, but I also made it so I learned from it, so now it's a positive situation, mm-hmm. or it's a positive thought, and then I can fix it now, whether it's with somebody else or with them, if they stick around. Yeah. But I have a question. Go ahead, go I'm kind of going, like throughout all my topics all at once but um i guess i kind of wanted to ask you were in such a crazy relationship you know long term how long was it like two years two and a half years pretty you know was marriage as well yeah i want to know of how it was like finding someone new and opening up to a new person because you know after my three-year relationship you know with my first boyfriend you know not gonna lie i i wouldn't say i hold around but yeah. I definitely wanted to see what was out there. Yeah. You know, getting back out in the game. I definitely talked to a few people, see what was out there. And it was really hard. And I felt like once I finally was like, ooh, I like this person. I, like, was able to, like, open up to someone again. Ghosted. Okay. I, so I want to know, like, how how did you go through that if that happened to you? Or what did, was it scary for you to open back up to someone again? Unfortunately. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, it did take... A lot of pulling. <laughs> you know, that's that. And I'm just going to be real here. Um, I emotionally detached myself from everything at that point because I was so hurt. So I didn't want a relationship. I didn't want to know your time of day. I did not care what you were doing or if you liked me or if you thought I was cute. I'm going to be honest. All I wanted to do was just feel. And so I detached and I just ran through a number of people because I was hurt. And that's the only thing I could feel that made me feel better. So for the longest time, that's just all I did. And then one day I just kind of woke up and realized, like, somebody needs to love my body. And I don't need to just throw it somewhere. And that person needs to be me. So, like, I had to really go through a self-journey before I could realize that I wanted, um, how would you say it? Before I realized that I wanted more for myself, whether it was relationship-wise or as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had to really hit rock bottom, which was that. And it's sad because now I look back at it and I'm like, oh, I hate that I did that. Like, I re- I... I regret every person, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't because, well, it taught me, you know? Mm-hmm. But now that I'm, like, that I'm, I guess that, that broke me but healed me at the same time. So now when I go into a relationship, I'm scared shitless. Like, yeah. when I when I met Chris, I was not ready, but I knew he was. And so it was just like, you know what, I'm going to make myself ready because this is a good guy. So luckily I forced myself um, to be ready for somebody, but it was for the better. Like I was so not ready. So I think my journey was that I had to learn like, this is good people and you know this, this was bad people and you knew that, but you still put yourself there. Choose to put yourself good somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so when I put myself with him, I would say, man, I don't know if I can use relationships just because I can't trust the same. I'm hurting more often than not. I'm more insecure these days. Like I have higher anxiety than I used to because of all the lies. Like it traumatized me from that relationship but it's also like how long can I put that relationship on Chris Chris mm-hmm. didn't do anything to me yeah and he's not that person he's not that person it's not him at all it's like he's and that's also one thing I had to learn about like moving on and meeting someone new is that like I can't read their fucking mind yeah I don't know what they're thinking I don't know their intentions like that's what communication exactly. and reassurance communication is big like I'm telling you that's probably why my marriage failed was because lack of communication because no matter how much I tried to talk to him 
you saw that guy was a mouse. He'd hear everything but just not say anything. Yeah. So no matter how much I can ask how he felt about whatever, he could just lie and just be like, yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's fine until one day he was set up and then I had no clue. I was blindsided. Yeah. It's like, That's kind of how, yeah. And it, it sucks because it's like that damaged the shit out of my trust because it's like you marry somebody, you think that they tell you everything, right? Yeah, and then you think marriage is lifelong. Like that's a commitment. Oh my like, god, that's the worst. Is because that I think that is what broke my my uh, like my thoughts of a relationship is because I was like, dude, I just I just created the strongest bond I could potentially know with somebody. Yeah, marriage, marriage is a big bond. Yeah, no like joke. that's that's the biggest bond that you can tie with somebody. So to know that I married somebody and they just cut ties with me like it was no big deal yeah. because he you know was not ready for this out or the other. I think but you should have thought he, that before he. I think he he got caught up in the. I know I want her because she's a good catch. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me, but he wanted me when he wanted me, not yeah. right away. And you know, it unfortunately fell off like that and hurt everyone's feelings in the, in the way. But it had to happen like that. Like I I really hate the way shit played out for me. But at the same time, I'm also like you know, I learned so much and I humbled the shit out of myself because if I wouldn't have gone through that, I would not be as nice as I am right now. Because yeah. that literally put me, like, I felt, like, this small. Like, I'm telling you, so she, small. Um, just, you know, um, you can't see what she's doing, <laughs> but she's putting her fingers together <laughs> trying to explain how small she felt. Oh, yeah, like, just because just somebody could make you feel like that. Like, somebody that you put your whole heart, your whole trust into, that you, like, fucking marry. Yeah. And then for you to be like, well, psych? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Kill me, you know? So, it sucks, but it, it's like... Um, I think it also helped me be smarter as a person to pay attention to myself because my body told me all of those things when I would walk into the house and just feel like slumped, mm-hmm. way more tired, more excited at the thought of going home than to be. There. I think that, yeah, I definitely can relate to you on that kind of part about mm-hmm. a relationship. It's like kind of when you know it's toxic or when mm-hmm. it's pretty much at your your time because maybe yeah. he was good for you then, but you just out did your time, you know, but see, of feeling thing. mentally, emotionally just drained just to even talk to that person like yeah i know that there was towards the end of my relationship like there was no effort like oh, definitely. i got to the, it got to the point like it was my day off and i rather had just went home and sleep than saw him or saw my mm. family like i just i i gained a lot of weight <gasps> me as fuck <laughs> like i That's just would sleep one. i was very like i was i got depressed because mm-hmm. along the way i kind of lost myself yeah and that's what sucks of it most it's like draining and see that's unfortunately for me that is that's why i say listen to your body because your body will tell you you will get sad you'll get headaches you'll get anxiety you'll have thoughts that you're like just pushing to the back because you know what you want to say even though it's but you're comfortable but but you're not even just say you're comfortable but it's also like you're on autopilot Mm -hmm. you're talking what the person wants to hear not even what you're thinking at that point because you're so invested in that person so you don't want to do anything you can to hurt them at that point because you're like, I know it's going to lead to a fight. I don't have the energy for a fight, so I just got to stand here and lie. Kiss ass. Kiss ass. Lie. Yeah. Make, it, make them happy. Just do what you can for it. Like, that's honestly, like, really sadly how it goes. But for me, getting in that relationship was all red flags. Yeah. But because I have daddy issues. Same. I, I'm like, I can fix him. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's broken. I am the fixer. I can do that. So you take on a project. Because yeah. you're like, you know what? This is going to make me happy to make you happy. So let's do that. So then slowly they start realizing, okay, like, this person is good for me. This is good for me. They're helping me. Meanwhile, since they get so used to me doing all this stuff for them, they're lacking. And I'm not about to say nothing. Why? Because I love the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. I'm fixing you. And I don't want to ever chance of breaking you ever again. So 
go ahead soak it all in some you deserve love you deserve love you deserve love and you're giving out that love when you're not even giving love yes, to yourself exactly and i feel like that tore me to pieces when i realized that he really was soaking that shit in doing whatever he wanted to like apart from me but when he came to me it was give me all you got give me all the love you got to offer i'm gonna take it and run with it that way and me being me just didn't want to argue too tired to argue caught up in my own world at that point because i was like man i hate my marriage like <laughs> i hate my life but i'm trying to love it so i would do things that did you me... feel kind of stuck in a sense i felt stuck you know how old were you like 20 20 20 yeah. you're 20 married you know yeah. living with this person luckily i didn't have any kids or didn't like well i i'm gonna share some news with you i was actually pregnant i miscarried yeah and 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 you know it really sucks in the moment on the yes, rosie and friends yes. podcast right nobody now. knows that nobody nobody really knows that but um, i don't know how to edit so i can't edit this out no you're totally fine okay. um i don't care um but that's crazy if i know and unfortunately unfortunately i fucking wanted to kill myself like i was so distraught and he just didn't seem like he cared at not even at the first even, initial like no, surprise he was like scared and then i think back at it now and i'm like dude so i think no much one's ever really ready like that's a scary moment for I, any age I, definitely not but at the same time i wasn't ready to be married i wasn't ready to have a child but i was like you know what i want to do this for you because yeah. that's how i am that's sadly like i'm i just i live for other people and like now i don't obviously because i'm like oh no I, I learned that that's not good for me there's ways to live for other people but also to live for yourself there's boundaries and i know that now but like when i was you know when i was pregnant and miscarried like it tore me oh rosie it tore me up so bad but no it's okay it's just okay it happens but i'm so thankful because now look at this like at that point in time we didn't even know we weren't happy in, in the marriage so it's like now that i'm out of it that's why it happened because it wasn't supposed to happen with him mm-hmm. The world knew, like, that's not for you. I, I'm sorry, but I have to take this from you. And I was like, what are you doing? Why are you? Why do you hate me? And then, you know, he acted like he got sick and all that stuff. And then it came to light that he was lying about all of this stuff. And at that point, I'm like, oh, my God, you took all of this from me so you could tell me I deserved Chris. Like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm like, so happy for you. Rosie. <laughs> He's, oh, my God. That's that's my bro <laughs> he really you know, me. that's kind of how i feel with matt i mean we're not really like boyfriend girl i'm gonna fucking marry that man okay like no i get it though you know like he's just... my fucking soulmate yeah. like i kind of i know everything kind of moved fast but like i kind of felt like i you needed to go through this i needed to meet yeah. this person i needed to experience this just before i commit him also because he's five years older than me that'd be a little weird if i met him back then mm-hmm. I put his ass in jail but, <laughs> you know i truly believe that i needed to mentally grow i guess a little mm-hmm. more before to meet him mm-hmm. and give him my all you know mm-hmm. so i definitely i feel like things happen for a better reason and they might suck but it's for a good reason that's what i that's what i mean it's like it oh my god all of it hurt me so bad like when i look at it like it that's what i'm like like i literally say like i scoff because i can remember the pain like my body physically remembers the pain mm-hmm. you know what i mean like my, my body literally feels like that shock of sadness that just drains me and i'm like oh i remember when i felt like that forever and it was the worst like it was the absolute worst and i was like worst like <laughs> i hated it but at the same time like during those moments when i was going through that i saw 
the most like I saw so much of the world. I know that sounds kind of stupid, but like let me explain. No, it's like, I get it. Like like you just your eyes just open in a different way. So it's like at that point I'm not listening to things for reaction. I'm literally listening and taking things in. I think that's why I realized that it, it helped me as a person because like I, I said I was so mean, so so mean for no reason because it just had hatefulness in my heart like that had nothing to do with anybody. But since I was so sad. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to engage. I would just hear things. And I would. I didn't even want to hear things. I was just like, oh, stop talking to me. Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm sad. Let me go home. Like, don't And I feel me. the same way, too. Now yeah. that I kind of look back at that while I was in that toxic relationship and I could tell I started doing it myself, mm-hmm. I noticed, you know, family is a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. I think anybody who knows me knows how much my grandparents yeah. mean to me. Yeah. And I feel like I started to distance myself from them because oh, of how yeah. unhappy I was. Like, I just locked myself in my room. It was work, school, home. Like, that's Mm -hmm. all I cared about. Like, didn't want to do anything. Okay, we're going to take a short intermission. We're having some... Intermission? (laughs) Intermission. We're having a short intermission. We're having some technical difficulties. Okay, guys, we're back. Sorry about that. Had to... Some technical issues, so... With the little headphone things. Yeah, this is a ghetto podcast, okay? So, I'm getting there. I'm trying, you know. But I think it's good for the conversation. Like, it. I mean, okay, like... Sure, we have, you know, like, a shitty mic set up. But, like, I feel like this is good for people who, like, genuinely feel the same way. Just to hear it, even. Like. And this is, like, why I love podcasts so much. Is like It's like you're having a conversation with someone and relating to them. Like, yeah, people could be listening to this in their car and their yeah. headphones just laying down, you know. Like, doing absolutely anything. We're just hearing somebody talk in the background. It's, like, it's good content, honestly. It's, like, yeah. I'd listen. I mean, granted, I'm a, I'm a listener anyways. I don't really... I don't I don't do anything. I am a podcast. Yeah. I've been wanting to start this podcast for probably about a year now. I've just always wanted to share my opinions and thoughts about certain things about life because there's so many things about life that I didn't learn till, you know. Yeah, but that's I think that's everybody and I think that's like the part I love too is because I don't know if you noticed but like there's there's a separated group. So you have people that you completely agree with on things and people have that necessarily agree but disagree and just give perspective and you have the people who disagree. Mm-hmm. For the most part, your friend group is the one who either sparks a conversation of disagreement or agreement or complete agreement. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the audience that you put out this content to sparks good conversation because usually people who you talk with, people who you associate with, associate themselves with the same things, the same energies. They carry themselves the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, um, how would you say it? I feel like the people that you're around and the people who go through the damn near the same things that you've gone through just in different ways. Yeah. So you, for sure. Yeah. And like, cause I've, I've noticed that like people who I've met like now in life that I don't associate with like that, like, like let's say I go to a new job and I hear all the, about these people's lives. I'm like, God, I don't want to talk to you at all. Like you're horrible. <laughs> and then I meet somebody else and I'm like, wow, I relate to them in some way. Then come to find out we talk and we're like super close on a certain level because for some reason, me and that person have been through the same things in life or have the same feeling about this, that, or the other. Like, it's like the people I've met lately are people who I agree with on a wide spectrum about things. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. Back to toxic relationships. <laughs> go off. Go off. Yeah. So, pretty much, we've kind of just been going through back and forth of, you know, toxic relationships, catching the red flags, and how it's like opening up to someone new. Pretty much kind of just been... Going back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I, them. I I really want to hear your perspective in all honesty. Like I, my perspective. Yeah, I'm like you're my guest. No, I I know, but like I'm saying, you know, it's one thing for me to have said, you know, what I'm saying, being the guest, but it's like I do. This is a conversation. Like I do want to hear, like yeah, what, 
how would you say it? Um, how do you feel like in a relationship you are the toxicity? Oof. Or do you feel like, like, honestly, because I, I know it sucks when I thought about it. I think about it, it all, honestly, good. like, it's not even just relation. I've only had one boyfriend, so I really don't have much to compare and contrast, you know? Yeah. But I feel like I've definitely been toxic in friendships, for sure. Well, yeah. Friendships are different, though, because friendships, I think, have boundary, but not the same like a relationship. Because I, in friendships, let me just say, I was a bitch. <laughs> I was mean. I was mean as a friend sometimes, too. And to people who didn't always deserve it. So I, I can understand how I was toxic in friendships. But, like... So, like, in, in your one relationship, mm-hmm. when there were things that were going south or when there were situations that could have been handled differently, whether it I was feel like, like definitely I did overreact. I'm not gonna lie. I overreact. I... Mm, I want to say sometimes I did not overreact because I think I'm a person. I have my own feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, I have every right to feel this way. Yeah. And, you know, it also has to go again to, you know, daddy issues, insecurities, oh, yeah. personal insecurities yeah. that also made me overreact. Mm-hmm. But it's just I've been abandoned so many times yeah. in my life by yeah. the root of my problems always go back to my childhood. Me. That me. <laughs> me. Me. Yeah. That I think it's also a reason why I move on so fast and I'm so unemotional really? i'm very emotional but i'm also not emotional it's like you're so emotional but it's so easy to just flip the switch like you're yes. detached from it oh my because god me and you are the same in that way totally it's, it's kind of just like i was betrayed by the two people in this world who are never <gasps> supposed to betray me they broke my heart before anybody else could yes yes I and get it. that's why i feel it's so easy for me to move on and you know not really get attached because i remember an argument you know i think we were like seven months in mm-hmm. and he was like why can't you like kind of just getting mad at me for not knowing things like you've been in this for seven months or you don't know how to act and like i kind of just was like he didn't say it like that well yeah yeah but just to, I, I get it you get what i'm saying yeah i think i just kind of just like i'm like i'm sorry like it this is how i up. am yeah, like, it like, did oh, wake shit. me up yeah. like i'm i need to stop i need that's kind of when i learned like you also need to stop put, putting past traumas onto someone else yes oh my god that's exactly what i was trying to get you to say it was like did like basically everyone has the same problem we like that but in different situations yeah and i feel like that's why a lot of relationships fail is because if you're not self-aware about what you're doing like every second and the other person's feelings but sometimes they take advantage of that you're right you're right that's totally that's exactly what he did actually my ex was that he could tell when a situation was getting pressed because of how i was reacting so if he didn't want me to leave, he'd just cry. And I'm talking like baby ass bawling. Like because he didn't want me to leave or he didn't want to fight or whatever. Like he'd rather have just cried. So I'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, be quiet. Like, okay, fine. Like Shut I would, the fuck up. I literally was so emotionally detached. I was like, what please stop crying. Like be quiet. Like I would literally like freak out because crying was like a trigger for me in my head. So it was like like since I have such bad anxiety, like, oh my god, my brain was like exploding when he'd cry. Yeah. I was like, Shh, shut up please like and stop I don't, just shut up shut i don't up, know how up. to say it without hurting your feelings so be quiet like you know what i mean like it yeah. was, oh my god it was the worst but at the same time i'm like i did this like i showed him through all of my reactions that this is exactly this is okay like this behavior is this, okay this is this is tolerated like yeah. and oh my god i think that's when i became the most unhappy in the relationship was when i realized all the things that i hated about the relationship were things i created mm-hmm. i created a monster because 
I was, uh, and also it has to go too with letting shit slide. That's what I'm saying. You think it's not okay. It you know it's not okay, but you let it slide. Yeah, because you're so so blindsided by love. And it's it's even though that like the other person is not self aware, Mm -hmm. is like of what they're doing to the relationship, how they're putting themselves off in the relationship. They're just living in their own lives, their own world, doing their own things. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a relationship anymore. And so, like, I think I think that's why mine was toxic was lack of communication. I think that was the ultimate failure of everything because if he would have talked to me and just told me things, I was, I'm always real open about talking. You know, granted, my reactions aren't always the best, and I know that because for some reason I have really spiked emotions. Like, my emotions skyrocket, especially my aggression because of all the, th- the things I've been through. Like, I've just always been aggressive. So, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I've never been the easiest to open up to. But when I when I ask you to speak... Mm-hmm. I'm asking you to speak because if you tell me I don't have anything to say, I'm not gonna care. And that's how I feel too, like how I why I'm so like blunt and upfront with people because like that's, I can't fucking yeah. read your mind. Like oh I ask, I have God. to ask straight up. That's you know when earlier when you said me and you have a lot of things in common, like I knew we did, but like you telling me this only like reassures. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not the only person that thinks like that. Like because yeah. of these things, like yeah. unless it's just us two. <laughs> no, I mean, no, because no, other friends, you know, yeah, I mean, I know, but like I'm saying, I've I've noticed it. Like literally, people that I know now, like that I work with, like pre- previous jobs that like past friendships and stuff. Same thing. It's like we've been through the, the same general stuff. You I know? think everybody has been through the same thing, just in different situations, like yeah, you said. Yeah. And that's what I kind of want to do with this podcast is kind of bring people together. Because as you know, like perspective and stuff. My major is like accounting, business world, and mm-hmm. kind of what I would like to do one day is start our own charity and like <gasps> donate. Like I would love to put a stop to like poverty. Oh my god. And I really I would that. love the world to stop fucking hating each even though I hate everybody, I want the world to stop hating each other. Yeah, and I, totally I think get it. this is the first step of yes. just getting everybody to just fucking love each other. Just listen, love thy talk. neighbor. Yeah. Yes, bitch. I I love you. Uh, you know. Just kidding. That's just my goal in life, you know. I want everybody to get along because I've just been grew up with so much hate. And so yeah. much resentment and bitterness. Definitely. I'm the same way. Like, I feel I feel like now, you know, after seeing kind of like the mess I made of myself and all my friendships and the way people even saw me, like, portrayed me, people were legitimately scared of me because I was so mean. Same. And I was scared. <laughs> well, yeah, like, because I was so mean. And there was no reason to be. It was just because I was mad at the world. I had to show y'all that I was mad at the world. And you kind of took it out on everybody else. On everybody else because... And, and in the end, it was really taken out on myself because now that I let all those feelings out, I'm left with this empty feeling of like, well, shit, now everyone hates me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I, I actually put, got I that way, too, because I was very toxic and you know, I was unhappy. I distanced myself from my family. Mm-hmm. And I think one day my family had enough. You sabotaged and, yourself. And my, yeah. I remember my one of my family members texted me and, you know, called me out on my shit. And mm-hmm. that really woke me up like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, you're mm-hmm. pushing away the wrong people. Mm hmm. Like, the people that actually love you. See, I wasn't even, like, mean to my family. I was... Uh, but my family's all I have, really, in the end. No, So yeah, that's yeah. why we're different in that part. Yeah. I think... Uh, oh, okay, that's that's not how I meant it, though. It's because I've always been mean to my family, like, mm-hmm. as a person. But when I got really depressed, I did the opposite. It's like, my family... Be- I, I realized, because the way that they helped me handle the situation, I was like, oh, my God, I resented you guys this whole time, and y'all were the first people that came to help me when I was in distress. Just unconditional love. Yeah, and it, it made me so sad, because it's like, I fought the ugliest fights with my mom, my sister, my brother, and it, oh, my God, some of those fights tear me up inside. But it's because I was the toxic one. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that, and that's that's when it snapped for me, is when I went to them, and I was like, 
you guys, like the people I hated, you guys did that for me. Mm-hmm. And so then tonight, it snapped out of it. I was like, oh my God, these bad situations that I've been in are me putting myself there because I am the negative in the situation. Mm-hmm. You control how every situation goes. You can't control how other people react, but you always can control how you react. And when I realized that, I was like, I am the power of all of my situations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also why I'm so happy now is because, like... You acknowledge that, too. I acknowledge it. And, and that's I'm, great that you can acknowledge <coughs> that. Not a lot of people can. It, but see, it's, it's like, that's that's already one thing. Like you said, not a lot of people can. Exactly. And Chris does. Like, I don't... I've never told him nothing about... Like, when I first met him and stuff, he knew nothing. He was just like, I I think you're pretty. <laughs> you know, like... And I was like, oh, okay. Um, you don't great. know. <laughs> yeah, at least... Uh, you know i was like you trying to kiss me or what i was like you know i was not ready for a relationship so i was kind of like leave me alone like you know i was like awkward and for real like Like, oh my god i didn't want that for myself but slowly as i started talking to him i just heard all these green flags like about like like green your new favorite color seriously bitch honestly at that point it's like i I'm so used to all these red flags in relationships and not seeing them. So to see somebody come in my life and be like, I want to do this, this, and this for you to better you. And I was like, uh, uh, who am I to tell you no? Like, you know, because at that point, it's like if somebody walks in your life and tells you, hey, I see where you're hurting. Let me fix you. And I was like, hold the fuck up because who told you I was hurting? But yeah, but then also what I've learned throughout my experiment 626 yeah, along yeah. the way is that sometimes you can be that person who wants to help them and be and the better life, but they do not yeah. want you same and that's exactly. one thing i had to learn the hard way is that sometimes they they don't want you or like they're not ready and you cannot force it yeah and like that's also what i learned too is that like with that whole relationship i think communication yes was ultimately the failure of it but i also feel like it was because he just wasn't ready for a lot of things and he mm-hmm. wanted to be but he wasn't ready and, and you can't like, you can't force it on you yourself cannot. and you can't force it upon another but at person. that point i was so tired i was like i don't even forgive you just leave it alone just leave me alone step away from me you live your life and you succeed by yourself i'll do the same do not step to me just because at that point i'm like i put so much effort into this i am done like, do not ask for more of me because I have done everything I could and you took advantage of me every step of the way. Do not ask me for anything else. Like, at that point, I am unforgiving. Mm-hmm. And that's, maybe that is so toxic. I don't know. But it's like, with Chris, No, you, you know, went through a fucking lot with I that did. man. I, you're right. You're right. I really I'm not did. saying that just as your friend. That was crazy. It's, um, it's sad. It's mostly sad for him just because I don't think he even realizes that he was so wrong. He just sees it as like, damn, I messed up. Like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it changed his life, really, honestly. I think it just more traumatized him. Like, I don't ever want to get married again. Yeah. You know, but, um, with Chris, like, I, it's like, I see nothing but good things. And when I do see bad things about him, I just see that he's, like, so willing to, to fix it, mm-hmm. to change it, to learn from it. Like, I feel like that's. And that's, like, an amazing thing about a relationship is growing together because sometimes you grow apart. Oh, and that's what happened in the I past. I know, I know. We oh did grow God. apart. But you learned, like, a lot from yeah. that. Like, and I know, like, I can see that it obviously hurts you, but, you're, I mean, you don't have to tell me stuff like that. That has nothing to do with me, but I'm just saying it's, like, you... I think it hurts because a part of me feels like, well, yes, I was disrespected the fuck out of the way it ended. Yeah. I wish it would have ended a little more respectfully. I mean, I'm not going to talk shit about him. Oh, I'm definitely. grateful for the relationship, you know. Yeah. Good for him. He found happiness now. Fucking happy for him. You know, he's happy. Yeah. But fuck you. 
No, I know. I, I get it. It's like, I want the best from you. Just away from me. Congratulations. Yeah. Have a good life. I'm real proud Like, that's of you. what I had to do. Like, it wasn't even about being bitter. It's like, I don't want to see you. I can't yeah. see you. That's the only way it's going to help me move on is by blocking mm-hmm. remo- or deleting pictures. That sounds childish and petty, no, but it's the only way. It's just because it's like, it's not negative feelings, but it almost like collides in your head in the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. It like, it's catastrophe in my head because I'm seeing you in my head as the person that I, I thought the world of. Or sometimes I feel like maybe it's this person I pictured in my head of who I wanted you to yeah. be. Oh, Rosie, that's, oh my God, that's what I mean. It's like you see the, the best in this person because it's all you want to pick out in them. And then you And just, the truth is they're just not going to be them. that person. That's, yeah. And they don't want to be that person. Oh my God, because if, the, if they wanted to be that person, it would have been for you. If you were the person, it would have happened. Yes. And I when I realized that too, I was, I was so hurt, like so, so hurt. But I was also like, I'm living in a fantasy right now. This mm-hmm. is not my reality. And you know what I did notice, though? After I realized that that was, that was my fantasy, like my thought of somebody, mm-hmm. like collecting that and seeing that, I just realized I got off my phone and stuff more because it, it made me almost like grateful for what was around me. Because mm-hmm. then I realized, like, I don't want to live in a fantasy. I don't want to live like I'm forcing this on the outside and then I come home and I have to live like this. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It's like, I feel like... The toxicity also helped me clean it from my life, too. Yeah. Like, the negativity and shit. Because I was so tired of feeling sad all the time, like... And that's kind of how I felt, too. Like, once, like, it was over, I was like, you know, I got to get my shit together. You know, fix my relationship with my family. You know, focus Mm -hmm. on myself. Started going to the gym. I have not been. I've been bad lately. No, but but see, the the, the fact that you want to do it for yourself is is different, though. Because there's at one point in your life where you do not want to do a single thing for yourself. Like, you know me. I'm a full-face beat kind of queen. Yeah. And I stopped wearing makeup. Like, I was so unhappy with myself. Like, I didn't even care to dress myself. That's how, and like, you know, gaining weight, of course. Yeah. I know. I went through the same thing. I'm going to be real. There were days where I just wouldn't shower. I didn't want to get out of bed. I would Mm. sit in bed all day and I'd eat all day or I wouldn't eat at all that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd smoke in my room and just sit there and just, that's all I I would do. All I would do. You were just numb to the world. Yep. And I didn't want to, I didn't have a job. I didn't care. I didn't want a job. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Like, that's just, I wasn't, I didn't want to be mean. So I just wanted to shut myself out. I almost wanted the world to pause with me. Yeah. Just like, give me a second to just adjust, stop moving. Like, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I went through all that while the relationship was still happening because I was so comfortable. I didn't know how to end it. So you couldn't even deal with it by yourself. Like you had, oh my God, you just had to like. But towards when it ended, that's kind of was like ripping the bandaid off. Like, yeah, like, and I felt like that's why it was so easy for me to move on as well is because, you know, I was already so unhappy for years Mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah. And I kind of felt like I just wasted, not, not only did I waste my time, I wasted that person's time. Yeah. Cause you couldn't just say it. Like, I get it. Like, I mean, I get it in ways that I wish he would have just said it. Mm-hmm. It's different, but it's the same thing. It's like, but it was I, on both streets. We both didn't say it. See, that's how I am too, because I'm like, oh, I just want out. I want out. I want out. Mm-hmm. But since I was married, I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. I don't care how many people think that I'm young and got married for no reason. Like, I'm going to do this. And that's so sad is because that's exactly what people thought of me, is that I was dumb and got married for no reason. And meanwhile, I got married because I was tricked into thinking this dude was dying of cancer. Like, so god, That's crazy. Yeah, and it's... it's. You should start your own podcast for that. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I almost... I almost feel trapped, like, thinking about it. Because I'm going to be... Oh, my God. I'm going to be so real. 
The annulment has not been finalized, so I'm still legally married to him. Jesus Christ. And Christopher and my mom have teamed up and have been talking about getting it done for me, so... You guys are Catholic? No. No. Or just divorced through the court? We're just... I'm, I'm just getting an annulment. An annulment would be that it just disappears yeah. entirely. Because yeah. we don't have kids. We don't have, like... It wasn't really that long, it was, was it? And it wasn't... It was only, like... We've only technically been married, like, two years. Married two years. Technically, if... if but together? Together, we were together for two years, but we've been broken up the past six months to a year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's been a, a year wasted. And that you even said when you guys were married, he would not even be there most of the time. Yeah, he would just be out and about, like, anywhere. Literally anywhere. He was like, I'd rather fake my own death than to be with oh you. Oh, my God. But you asked me to marry you, I don't get it. Like, I think, I just think he knew I was going to be good long term, but was not ready right now. So he was like, I'm He just wanted this. to keep you. Yeah. For when he was ready. But that was such a bad way to go about it. Like, <laughs> such a bad way to go about it. So horrible. So bad. Oh, my God. I know. It's, it's... You gotta get that shit taken care of. <laughs> I, and I am. He's really... He's... Oh, my God. I was so afraid to open up to him. Like, Chris. really... Yeah. Um, but he's... I think that that's also, like, one thing I'm grateful for. I would for. feel like that was a, a crazy thing for him to take. Granted, he's my age, you know. He... That's what I'm saying. He's so mature. Like, he saw everything that I had been through and was like, no, you're like that because of this. Don't blame yourself on that. And I was like... <gasps> Does he have a brother? JK. Uh, he does, but he's married. I'm with in the love kids. with that. Uh, no, seriously, like he's a man's. He's young. He's way younger than I've gone. Like he's only 19. Sorry, I like older men. I like. I love older people. Like I do. Like I. I think older. Men I can't are so date much more someone my age. People my age are I fucking don't stupid. I like too. I don't like to, but for some reason, I think he has like an old soul. Like he just. He's so wise and he's so sweet and he's so humble, like so so humble. He's the guy that sees somebody struggling is like, baby, we gotta help him. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, get off the truck right now. Like, oh. he's, he's he sounds amazing. I would love is. to meet him. He's great, Rosie. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, I'm very happy for you. Thank you me. know, you've been through some shit you in the past fucking ways. two years. I haven't seen you. I haven't seen Ryan since she graduated from high school. When I was a sophomore, she was a senior. It's been a long time since I've seen her. And the amount of shit she's gone through, what, two, three years since I've seen you? You graduated in 2016? Yeah. It's been three fucking years, and she's been through some shit, three guys. Three fucking years. <laughs> three fucking years. <laughs> this is crazy, you know. It's nonsense. But, you know, I rushed into all of that. I jumped out of high school and I did get married. You're right. I am I am the collective. I am the collective. I did exactly what I was not supposed to do. But let me just tell you, I am probably wiser than most people because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, my perspective on all that. And I feel like it also helped, allowed me to open up so much more love in my heart and be gratitude. Like, like, gave me gratitude for everything. Because now... I actually appreciate friendships and my family members and I appreciate my significant other more. I communicate better. I just... And you can appreciate yourself more now, yeah, right? Yeah, I definitely learned self-love along that way. I had never known self-love like I know right now. Same. And it's not great. It's not great. Don't get me wrong. I still have my days where I feel like a potato and... It sucks. Some other days I'm the potato wedge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some some days... I'm literally just a potato in any form. Some days I'm a hash brown. I don't know. <laughs> A little greasy, I don't know. So it, it just. I'm depends. really greasy right now. I just got my eyebrows done before I saw you in that cream they put on you. Oh, I'm fucking. It's been forever greasy. since I got my eyebrows. I actually sliced my eyebrow. Oh. Look at this. Oh my god. Yeah. And you wanna know what happened? What? I was like with little razor going down on them, and my dog came and he was like excited. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like excited and he hit my elbow and I went. 
And I was like, ah! I freaking started screaming. I wanted to kill myself. I was like, crap. I would have fucking killed myself if that happened. I might as well just put the damn rage in my eye if that happened I to me. I was thinking the same thing. Oh my god. Okay. I'm not gay. I'm really oh, okay. Not. I know. Uh, all right. But I just need sometimes like Matt asked me, he was like, Are you gay, Rosie? Like he couldn't tell. Like, I'm not gay. I just I just love people. No, I get I, it. I joke. I joke. It's all jokes. Is it okay if I come out on this? <laughs> you can come out. It's twenty nineteen. I'm, I'm pansexual. You have sex with pens? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm pansexual, like seriously. I don't know what that means. Explain. You got you literally have, like, a few minutes left for this podcast. So, pansexual is attraction to personality, basically. Same. But so... I like men. <laughs> I mean, me too. But I also <laughs> do like girls. I don't mind if it's a girl. I... I have actually... Oh, God, I'm gonna say it. I <gasps> actually has a brief relationship with somebody who is transgender. Ooh. I will not say their name don't yeah please don't I'm gonna try to get sued no um that person's great really really great but um wow this is like for another episode isn't it yeah that person is really great but I I'm still friends with them I just you know obviously I'm with Chris I don't I don't intend on pursuing a relationship with that person I think it's just you found the love of your life I really I really did oh my god and it's crazy because i'm so worried that i'm gonna ruin it that's how i fucking feel with matt yeah like Like, i'm so fucking in love with that i fucking love him i'm gonna fucking marry him he's gonna i'm gonna have his children oh yeah yeah he's my everything i feel like i would have kids with chris i I would oh my god and you know me like i always fucking hated kids i was like fuck that i do not want kids but with him we're having like five I, I honestly can see myself just having a little Christopher. <laughs> like That's where it's like being in love is that that one person just changes everything about oh you. God. And you want he did. the better for that person. He really changed my whole life, my whole perspective. He is my life right now. Like And I truly feel that way. Like, I'm going to mess it up somehow with me being emotionally distant. Well, that's all the time we have for today, guys. <laughs> um, Sorry, had to cut that short mid-sentence, but... <laughs> gotta keep this podcast on some type of structure so um i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode you know very our first episode uh, ryan do you want to plug any of your social medias social medias definitely not okay well <laughs> bye bye